Welcome. I'm Asa A, and this is The August Light, a podcast about my life as an actress and entrepreneur, which technically they're the same thing, but I digress. <laughs> Join me weekly for candid discussions about Black culture, growth, self-care, business, education, and a whole bunch of other sh- Oh, and I have a lot of amazing friends who'll be joining me in all my nonsense. There's no telling what will happen when the mic comes on, but I promise it'll be entertaining. So get comfy and enjoy the light, the August light. Today on the August Light Podcast, we are speaking with Drea about education, information, and resources. She has a bachelor's degree in psychology from Spelman College. She also has a certification for teaching, sales immersion, academic diagnostic testing, and in health as a behavioral technician, which allows her to work with kids with behavioral disorders. Is there anything you want to say, Drea, starting out before I start hitting you with these questions? No, hopefully I... Don't hurt anybody's feelings, but also hopefully <laughs> I can I can actually help you guys with what you need. Man, we are not in the business of sparing feelings, okay? <laughs> we are here to enlighten and give people the things they need to hear. Sometimes the things you need to hear ain't the things you want to hear, but you need it. So, oh yeah, you know, you got to accept that. <laughs> I'm but completely question, down for that. Great. So the first question I have for you is, what makes a person educated and or intelligent? And what's the difference between educated and intelligent? It's a great question. So I think it's a very nuanced question in a lot of ways. Um, A person can be very educated without necessarily having the intelligence they need to be able to go about doing their, you know, day-to-day lives. And there's a lot of different types of intelligences. So for me, A person that's educated is someone who has gone out of their way to learn about the things they need to learn about to be able to better themselves in whatever field they are hoping to succeed in. Now, just because you are educated in that field does not mean you have necessarily the emotional intelligence, the social intelligence, or even the more in-depth intelligence that it would take to succeed at that job. You might be very book smart. Right. A lot of people have grown up probably heard the term, you know, well, I'm book smart, but you might not be street smart. And that's a real thing that I think people need to take into account. There's a lot of different types of street smarts. I feel that, you know, being able to code switch is a type of intelligence. That means you are able to be able to interact with different types of people in different social situations while still putting them at ease. It's a different type of an empathy as well as experiment and learning, right? But, and learning is a, is a nuanced word in and of itself, but you (laughs) don't necessarily, (laughs) you don't necessarily have to, you know, have studied these things. It could have been something you became intelligent about because of your experiences. And I really think intelligence is something that comes from experience rather than education, which typically will come from a specific type of study or learning. Okay. That's I where like I that. fall on it. Yeah, I think that's a good differentiation between the two. You know, I believe the most educated people, like you say, sometimes aren't exactly intelligent. And I think we've all encountered those people. And we all do stupid things, okay? So we all have things that we aren't educated on. All right. Absolutely. But- and it takes a special kind of intelligence, especially I feel one of the biggest things about intelligence is knowing when to say, I don't know that. 
or Amen. I'm not well versed on that. Perhaps I'm not the best person to speak on that. Ooh, that's a special type of intelligence and a yeah. ton of people don't have it. They don't. <laughs> the, the ability to say, I don't know, comes from the most brilliant people, I think. When you can admit that you don't know something, oh, yeah. that means you are really highly intelligent. I agree. I got another question for you. Oh, so. goodness. <laughs> <laughs> so I just, I, I mean, you gave us the, some different types of intellect and education that people can have. So I just want to know what are three to five types of knowledge everyone should have to be considered a well-rounded individual? That makes sense. Um, (laughs) I mean, it's a question that makes sense. However, the answer might not. So (laughs) the ability to say, I don't know, I think that's one of the top, you know, types of intelligence, understanding that you might not be the subject matter expert in everything and you should not necessarily be the subject matter (laughs) I you know there's that that saying where it's like you know it's you know well versed at all a lot but master of none like yeah jack of all trades master of none yeah there you go it It was close to there yeah you know absolutely shit you know nothing I know know a damn thing nothing okay you know it's it's like you it's like you're trying to say you know everything but in actuality you know nothing you know nothing right and the ability to be to recognize that you know very little in the grand scheme of things is okay now do I think you should have some subjects where you are a master of something absolutely Mm -hmm. but (laughs) not everything you don't have to be the master of everything and knowing that having the intelligence to discern that I think is really important I think Emotional intelligence is one that, unfortunately, for a lot of us who are, I'm going to say 25 and up, we did not grow up being taught that emotional intelligence was essential in a lot of ways. I think a lot of us were taught that to be an emotional being, especially in the Black and Brown community, you know, you don't need to cry. You shouldn't be out here hooting and hollering about your situation or about your feelings necessarily, especially for black and brown men. It was not necessarily something we've been raised in, up in. And thankfully, you know, that system of education is changing. It's There is a shift. Um, it's not necessarily always happening in households, but there is a major shift happening in the media that we are being given and in, you know, a lot of the, the actual school systems and their curriculum, educational intelligence is something that is now being taught. I also think social intelligence is big, understanding how to navigate different social situations um, proficiently. I'm not going to say you need to be an expert, but being (laughs) proficient at it, it can change things. It's the reason why, you know, someone might have a groundbreaking tech idea or a groundbreaking idea in general, and it just doesn't take off. Because you don't necessarily have the social intelligence to be able to connect to the right people mm-hmm. to be able to make your product be what it should be. And that's where and I, uh, think, I don't know comes in because then you can connect with other people who do know, who can help you bring your idea to life and make you absolutely. some money and be bomb and just be an incredible person. But, you know, keep going. <laughs> I mean, say those words, all those things. <laughs> you know, multiple intelligences is a real quality that I think people need to learn and navigate and understand. But also the last intelligence I think people really need is the ability to be an autodidact. So understanding I say that, that three times. I don't 
autodidact. Autodidact. Go ahead, So, being an autodidact means you take it upon yourself to learn the things that not only interest you, but make you better, make you understand and be more knowledgeable, right? So understanding that, especially for black and brown people, the education system was not necessarily meant to teach us. And even when it comes to things like finances, it was not necessarily meant to teach you those things. So it becomes your responsibility to say, I need to go after the resources that are going to help me learn for myself. Mm -hmm. And finding the motivations and the ways to learn for yourself, right? Whether it be, you know, you need to find a book, you need to find an audio book, you need to listen to a podcast, you need to go on YouTube and learn, you know, Mm -hmm. YouTube has saved a lot of lives, thankfully. (laughs) Right. And something interesting about what you just said about not having access to those resources. You and I both are educated women because we both have seeked education Uh, and receive degrees. You know, I have my bachelor's in business managerial sciences, as well as a theater theater performance degree as well from Georgia State. So bachelor's in two different things. My question is, since people don't typically have access to those resources, Mm -hmm. I want to know, why do you think there is an information and resource disconnect between those of us who have become educated and those of us who remain in say the places we grew up who don't have uh, that education that what we say basically college education where they haven't got a bachelor's or associates or a master's or doctors or whatever this higher education that often a lot of us seek and obtain what is the disconnect to get it to those people who don't have access to it like what why do you think that exists well one of the main reasons I think that exists is because a lot of people don't know what they don't know right if you grew up you know I will say for myself My parents grew up in a very small town in the middle of Alabama in the Jim Crow South, right? Mm. And so for my mother's side of the family, um, one of the intelligences they pushed was musical intelligence, right? You need Mm. to be able to sing. You need to have biblical intelligence where, you know, they were raised in the church. And because of that, they were given some extra opportunities through people that they knew in the, the community. My father's family did not necessarily have those opportunities, and he did not know that those opportunities even existed, you Mm. know, and there are a lot of members in my family that stayed in that small town and did what their families did. You worked at the places where your families worked, and when you know better, you do better. That's a real saying that that is out there, and so if you don't necessarily know that you have those resources, you're not going to go out and necessarily seek them. I was lucky in that my mother, it was a blessing and a curse. She got sick at a very young age, which caused her to not be able to go to school in person. And her teacher had to actually come to her house. And it was a very big deal that her white teacher, because my mom started going to an integrated school in elementary school. So her white teacher had to come to her house and teach her. And that meant she got some extra information from that Mm -hmm. white teacher being in that black household that her friends didn't necessarily get her cousins didn't necessarily get and you know my father went into the military which gave him extra tactical intelligence that he did not necessarily have he you know he was great at sports he was great at kinesthetic intelligence but he was not necessarily educated he was not a well-educated man for most of his life and so by him being able to get that tactical 
knowledge and use his kinesthetic knowledge in the military, it got him out of that place. Mm -hmm. And by marrying my mother, she pushed education. She was already in college by the time they got married. She knew all of her life she wanted to be a nurse and eventually a midwife. It was by forming these connections, forming these social connections outside of their normal social spheres that they got access to those resources. You can only get the resources that are within your grasp, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. And in a lot of social spheres, unless you have an influx from a different social sphere, you're not necessarily going to get that. It's one of those things where, unfortunately, the disconnect comes from being in your bubble. Mm -hmm. Luckily, the more you reach outside your bubble, the more access to other resources that you get. And I like that analogy because what I was getting from what you were saying, in order to bridge this gap where people don't have this access, I think the way to pierce the bubble is you either have to go into the bubble and reach people, mm -hmm. reach, go into their bubbles, reach them and expose them to new things, or they have to get outside that bubble and expand their bubble of knowledge in essence, basically. Absolutely. Um, and, I, and I don't think there's an easier way to it, but I, I'm just thinking of a couple of ways where people can have access. As we all grow older and we get this education, make sure as parents and as those of us who don't have kids or who won't have kids, we're giving back to like our nieces and nephews, exposing them to new things. Because me, I'm an aunt. Um, I have a nephew and he's been traveling with us. I love to travel. So we've been traveling out the country yes. and he has a passport. He's had one since he was like an infant. So he's been Absolutely. exposed to a variety of things. I think that's important. Also, I think media and social media and what people are exposed to in those aspects helps mm -hmm. as well. Like you said, when you know better, you do better. So when I think when you right. see better, you do better as well. So I think right. those are some, some valid points for people to take away for all of us to just kind of be out there as a resource to uh, reach those of us who may not necessarily have that access. Like they may not have a phone or internet or whatever. We just have to find different ways to reach people. You got to be exposed to different things. So let me you ask you to. this then while we're talking about um, resources. What mm -hmm. are some common personal resources people should know about and how to use? We kind of just touched on it. And why do you we think did. we don't use them more often? Of course, one, the internet is probably the best resource that ever came out. <laughs> Thankfully, <laughs> you know, I can't tell you how many times I've gone to Google and been like, how to install said thing. And luckily, YouTube or someone on Google knows how to do it. But a really big resource that a lot of people don't use that they get access to from the jump is their families. You mentioned how, you know, you teach your nephew how to travel. You mm -hmm. teach them that traveling is important, mm -hmm. right? And these are the, the ways we can travel. These are the places you can go and understanding different cultures, giving them that social intelligence. But for me, I happen to work for a company that specializes in education. I literally get paid to give information and give resources about education every day. And it amazes me how much of my family does not use me as their resource mm. when I literally get paid to do it all the time. But you but, don't call me when you're struggling in school or when your child is looking at how to get into college. I will say for myself, I don't necessarily pontificate about myself often. I don't boast about the things I know, the knowledge I do have, because I don't necessarily want to come off as a know-it-all or as somebody who... Let me say you something know, right now on, on that, that comment you just made. So ahead. a lot of us do that as well, I'm, I'm mm -hmm. as well, because, you know, a lot of people have always accused me of being arrogant or bougie or whatever, but guess Same. what? Guess what I say to that? 
I'm no longer playing small. I'm going to toot my own horn. I'm going to boast about right. everything, and everything that I know. And you're going to hear it. Guess what? If you feel that I'm arrogant or you feel that Dre is arrogant or we are being boastful or bragging or just whatever, guess what? That's not what we're doing. And that's not our issue. It's a reflection of your issue with yourself. So you absolutely gather whatever it is in you that makes you feel like someone is bragging when they're just simply telling you about a skill set that they have. We got to do better about writing people off as bragging or boasting when they're simply just expressing to us who they are. Or even simple things like being bougie. Like, I know I've had this conversation with my brother often because he hates the word. He has a visceral reaction to the word bougie because he's what a lot of people call bougie is regular ass stuff. Right. Traveling and being well-traveled is not a bougie thing. It is not. Having knowledge about stocks and what to invest in is not a bougie thing. Mm-hmm. These are things I, we've been deprived of that you should have access to. And they deprive you of them because they give you a better life. So don't play absolutely. small. Brag about what you know. If they want to call it bragging, let them call it bragging. When it's really just speaking truth. <laughs> living who you are, living your truth. It's being right? honest about who you are and what you bring to the table. Exactly. And that's fine. Because know that you bring things to the table. And it is good to know what you bring to the table. But, you know, we can talk about this forever, I feel like. But we got we no, got we one can. more thing. One more thing that we got to get to. Oh, God. Is God. <laughs> I love how you stress it. Because we both kind of stress about this, right? Because right yes. now, me and Dre are going to um, test our Blackness, all right? I'm going to fail. I'm going to fail. Oh, oh, I believe so, in, so, I don't myself in this situation. I listen, really don't. Listen, <laughs> this is called the Black Card Challenge. Each of us have come up with five questions that we're going to ask the other to see if our Black cards should be revoked or maintained. And, you know, as well as if we'll be invited to the cookout. Just so y'all understand, we're not referring to like a credit card. We're talking about in the Black community, these questions we ask ourselves to determine, really, are you Black, Black? We know it's stereotypical because Black people are extremely diverse, okay? There is no one way to describe us. But this is just something fun that we do within our community that helps us to see common links between all Black folks. So with the Black Card Challenge, Dre is going to start by asking me a question. God bless us all. I'll have 60 (laughs) seconds to answer. Then I'll ask her a question. She'll have 60 seconds to answer. We will continue like this until each of us has uh, asked the other five questions. Now, we did not discuss these questions with each other. So we we have no idea what the other is going to ask. (sighs) This is going to be real interesting, but you know, let's get to it because I don't know. Neither one of us might not have a black card at the end of this, but I mean, I don't have faith in myself. I'm promising you this. <laughs> it is what it is. It's going to be fun. So my first question is, you have to name three HBCUs that are not Howard, Spelman, or Morehouse. Go. Dillard University, Clark Atlanta okay. University, uh, Lincoln University. Go for it. I've done all. I've done all. Okay. You're done. Oh, 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 you okay. only had to do three. North Carolina A&T, you know. So I got it. Okay, cool. cool. You got it. <laughs> Technically, I did go to an HBCU. Mm-hmm. Fun fact time that people don't, most people don't know. So I did start at an HBCU. I went to Dillard University, actually. Yes, I do know something. All right. So your first question is going to be, 
Um, on the 90s hit TV show, Martin, what was Martin's nickname for Pam? Got 60 seconds. Oh, God. Pam's nickname? Mm-hmm. I don't know. He used to call her so many things. The main one. <laughs> oh, I'm never going to get this. Yes. I'm never going to get this. I Literally, I was watching Martin the other day and he kept calling her like a wildebeest. But I know that's not the main one. Mm-mm. I don't know. I'm never going to get it. I don't know. Take it. Take the <laughs> black heart. Look, you're five seconds away from me Googling it. I have no okay, clue. Okay, no, you cannot Google. That's, that's not I know. Okay. okay, so since you give up, you, you're willing to give it up. It's what B- was B- the name? B2B. B2B. <laughs> he was always getting on he her B2B. On her B2Bs in the yes. back. Back of the neck. You're right. And it <laughs> never was going to get that. Never was going to get that. You tried. You tried. It's I was so like, cool. they always would at each other, but BDB was a common, the most common one that you would hear most of the, the time. You're right. The moment you said it, I was like, it's like I even saw him do it. I was like, you right. <laughs> Shit. My right. bad. My bad. Next, okay. You got the next question for me. So this one is really, it depends. I know the answer for me, but you know, you might have a different answer, but it better not be one of them. So it's a one's gotta go. Macaroni and cheese, collard greens, black eyed peas, or yams. One's got to go. It ain't going to be mac and cheese or collard greens. Black eyed peas going to stay. So it's going to be the yams. I can do without some yams. Uh, I would agree. I, mean, <laughs> I get that people use them for sweet potato pies, but I don't eat sweet potato pies. So I'm going to get rid of the yams. All right. So <laughs> my next question is, what are Big Red's office hours? Big Red? Big Red's office hours. I'm the worst at this. <laughs> what, what is Big Red? It's not the gum. It's not the gum. It's, it's not the gum because that's the first place I thought of. It's, it's a, a movie. movie. Mm-hmm. Big Red. He has slick back I want to say it's like seven. I, oh, oh, I know what movie we're talking about now. Still <laughs> don't know. Is that Office Hours? <laughs> it was like slick back hair. Gotcha. Oh, still don't know his office hours. Don't but know his hours? No, I want to say it's like seven to eleven or something like that. But it's not. It's, it's definitely not. not. It's not. You got nine, eight seconds. I I lose. I'm okay. going to not have a black card. <laughs> okay, so his office hours are from nine to five. My office hours are from nine to five. To five. From Why did I think heartbeats. to say nine to five? I don't know. It's from the five heartbeats. And he hangs old dude over the balcony because he was trying yes. to have a conversation with him at the wrong time. Next question to me. Go ahead. My bad. Okay, this is probably easy. I'm, I feel like I'm asking really easy questions. But in the 90s, classic hit, Fresh Prince. Why did his mama tell him that he was moving to his uncle to live in Bel Air? You singing the song in your head. (laughs) (laughs) Started making trouble in my neighborhood. That's what I'm going to go with. You're close, but not quite. (laughs) I got one last fight and my mama said, I got one last fight. One little fight. One little fight. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was trying to get the lyrics. Mom (laughs) got scared. scared. Yeah. I need to actually get the actual lyrics to that. Cause you know, I'm one of those people who will be singing the lyrics to a song in the car. And don't know none of them for real. And be mumbling. All wrong. Uh, all wrong. I will hum all day. <laughs> right. All right. Next question. Next question. Uh, I don't know if you're going to get this one. 
All right. So what rappers gave us the hit songs Tootsie Roll and Daisy Duke? Was it Uncle Luke? No. No. Was it 69 Boys? That's one of the answers. 69 Boys gave us Daisy Dukes. No. No? No. Jesus. <laughs> what is wrong? I don't know who's saying it. Again, we just established I'm I will hum the heck out of a song, not have a clue what the words are. What are the two songs? Fitzy Row is one song, and Daisy okay. Dukes is the second song. And I gave you a hint, so I'll let you know. Rappers. Rappers. So that means was it's it two different answers. Uncle Luke and the 69 boys? No, it oh. was. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, you got five seconds. I'm going to lose. I'm going to lose. I Okay. All right. So I'm I can sing the song to you right now. Have no You can, you can sing both songs, and I'm sure. And I guarantee you. Most people would have thought Uncle Luke, and they would only thought 69 Boys. So it would have been two answers. It is actually 69 Boys, Tootsie Roll. They 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 came mm-hmm. up with that one, and then I think it's called Duce, D U I C E is the one who does. Yeah, no, came up with no, Dukes. I would have never gotten that one, girl. Look, he made would... Daisy Dukes. Yeah, but the Sixty Nine no. Boys did have a remix with him on that song, I believe. What I saw, don't quote me on that. All right, so my no. next question. Okay, so this is a film question. Okay, right? hopefully I get this right. <laughs> What is or who is the Tony and Grammy and Emmy Award winning actress who played um, Celie in the most recent iteration or revival of The Color Purple on Broadway? I honestly don't know. I'm going to be honest. What I think, who I think it is, I want to say Cynthia something who has the short hair. And mm-hmm. who has, I don't know her last name. It's I know she's her. a Brit. Okay. You got I her was first name. Not sure, but that was my best guess. Was yeah. Cynthia or, or, or something. How do you say her last name? It's Arivo. Arivo. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I got it. I got That's it. her. Yeah, look at you now. Ooh, I, surprise I, on Again, that I feel it's important that we know the arts. All right. This <laughs> one you should get. I'm hoping you get this one. So. I'm sucking at these, so I don't know. Your answers are hilarious, though. <laughs> <laughs> who is Boo Boo the Fool? I don't know, but it ain't me. <laughs> close. Um, close. It ain't you. I am not Boo Boo the Fool. But who, who? Neither is my mama. Thank Neither. you. There you go. There you go. It ain't your mama. I'm not Boo Boo the Fool. It ain't me. It, it I don't know. I've mama. been an op for years, so I'm real quick to be like, do you think I'm Boo Boo the Fool? Do you right. think? Right. But you got to think. Is Boo Boo written on my forehead? No, thank you. Right. So you got that one. You got that one. <laughs> Thank God. I was like, she should know this one. She better know who one redeeming factor. <laughs> All right. My next question. Okay. My last question from, from Drea. Okay. Um, and it is because I'm only doing this one because I was raised up in a very black church. Oh, Jesus. Okay. I was Lord raised up in a very black Southern Baptist church. Forgive us for this heathenism that's probably about to come. What is the only adequate answer? When someone asks you, how are you? I'm blessed. And? And highly favored. There you go. <laughs> I'm blessed and highly favored. That's what I am. You Only right. correct answer. You're right. And church. Because if you give them anything else, they're like, but you blessed and highly favored. 
they're gonna correct you and tell you, but you blessed. Yes, and but highly blessed. Favored. You're highly favored. You made it here today. Right, you made you it today. So the Lord woke you up today, so you blessed and highly favored. So my last one, I'm not gonna lie, this one is tough. So you're probably not gonna get it. But it's gonna be fun to watch you to to struggle through it because as I have <laughs> because most people probably wouldn't be able to do this either. So here's the question. Okay. What are the words? And I need about twenty seconds of it to the hand game Nelly used in his hit song "Country Grammar." Hot shit. He's, I'm going down, down, baby, down street and right, going street sweeper, baby. That's his Ready to words. let it go. That's but his words. The hand game words. Like as a ah, child. You know what the hand game words are. Uh, it's there it is a, down, down, baby. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just know seconds. it hops to shimmy, shimmy, cocoa puff, shimmy, shimmy, how. Mm, that's close, but cocoa puff is not even a part shimmy, of it. Shimmy, shimmy, cocoa. He what fucked it up. It? He, he messed it up for everybody. He fucked me up. I up. only know the Nelly version. I didn't play hand games. I I grew oh up in Hawaii. God. Let's say, let's be honest. This game I is on Sesame Street. Formative. You should have seen this hand game. It was on Sesame Street. Do you know how hard it was to get to Sesame Street in Hawaii? <laughs> like, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! Hawaii. We didn't have a conversation. We didn't have a conversation. Hawaii. In so, the nineties, we weren't getting these things. Come on now. So 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 clearly Nelly has messed it up for everybody. He has. Uh, he ruined my life. It's the childhood game that girls play, usually for a person. And there are different renditions of this game. Because even growing up, we had different words to it. But we're gonna go with the Sesame Street version. And I'm just gonna give you the first 20 you gotta seconds. Gotta be amazed. I guarantee it you. is down, down, baby, down, down the roller coaster. Sweet, sweet baby. I'll never let you go. Shimmy, shimmy, cocoa pop. Shimmy, shimmy, cocoa pop. Shimmy, shimmy, cocoa pop. Shimmy, shimmy, pow. Grandma, grandma, sick in bed. She called the doctor and the doctor said, let's keep the rhythm of the head. Ding dong. Let's keep oh, yeah. the rhythm of the head. Ding dong. Ding dong. It, yeah. Ding goes with your, you know, your feet. Yeah. And then you hot dog you know stop, stop. Oh, yeah let's get yes, the real another hot dog stop. i remember this now and then you gotta yeah, put girl, it all together this was something i didn't learn until i was i moved to north carolina i was bless y'all guarantee it is not something i learned in, in hawaii growing up it was something i moved when we got restationed in north carolina is when i finally heard that for the first time wow yeah wow Treya. <laughs> Treya. I was deprived, okay? I'm, I'm sad to say you would not be invited to the cookout and your black card would be revoked based That's on fine. these questions. That's fine. You got an invite, but uh, or, um, it's I got fine. an invite and I still maintain <laughs> my card. I'll make my own macaroni cheese and dressings <laughs> and greens at my own house. I'll be fine. Baby. That's the one thing I did learn. But you did learn how to make those black meals, though. So, learn. so you got that soul in you. You just got to brush up on your, your black trivia here. Don't put her on your team when it comes to them black games, okay? Don't, don't do it. Don't do it. She if you want to know about like black history, I got those facts. If you want to know. But black culture? Black culture? Don't do it. All right, let's, let's go ahead and wrap this up. Miss Drea, <laughs> thank you for coming. Before we get out of here, go ahead and shout out your podcast resources or any other handles you want to list this is your time and let me know i'll include them in your show notes as well floor is yours 
Thank you. Thank you for having me, of course. I, you know, I love talking to you, so it's great. But also, you know, definitely listen to um, my podcast with Michelle, who was on, um, which is Life 401 Advanced Shenanigans. You can find us on a lot of different platforms, you know, from its main platform is going to be Spotify and on YouTube. We're always posting on there. We also have an Instagram, Life 401, period, Advanced Shenanigans. I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. We'll have the correct handle in the show notes for sure. Yeah, I'll make sure to send it. Um, But yeah, definitely listen to us. We talk about a lot of, you know, life things that are happening, but also we try and do some really cool deep dives on more specialized topics, anywhere from learning about the U.S. government to learning about emotional intelligence. That's us. Come join us. Awesome. (laughs) Awesome. It has been so much fun. Um, don't worry y'all we will definitely have her back to speak about other topics so look out for that until next time come back next week for another enlightening episode if you were entertained or inspired by this show tell someone about it listen and follow wherever you get your podcast leave a review about it somewhere anywhere and follow us on instagram and twitter at the august underscore light oh and join our club the august light talk on clubhouse where we will be hosting follow-up discussions